0: Another Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good
1: afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour, special edition of the Eagle Hour today. We're broadcasting down in Foxworth, Mississippi, at Warren and Warren Asphalt, Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander. We've got a great show, full show lined up. We're, in just a moment, going to talk to the head coach of Columbia High School, uh, Chip Doleback, his team undefeated on the season. We've got Blake Beal from Beal's Collision. Uh, Danny Hartman, that's the name everybody's going to remember. Ratman. Ratman, I'm yeah, sorry. Right. Danny Ratman from Southern Miss, a uh, former great uh, place kicker, and uh, we're going to talk to him about how the – the Pittsburgh Steelers would have been much smarter to keep him, don't you think? Well, but I've you know, being a Bengal fan, I've never accused the Steelers of being very smart. Right. So. Well being a Bengal fan, you're not very smart. Well, Lady, <laughs> Lacey Whitehead uh will be with us later in the show. I walked she right is, into that one, didn't I? She is from uh she's with Warren and Warren and Randy Butler, who is a former assistant head coach at Southern Miss, now the coach at Columbia Academy, also on the show as well. Wanna thank Barrett Garden Center. Beals Collision, Warren and Warren Asphalt, and Citizens Bank for having us down here this afternoon. And Kelly, I'll let you introduce our first guest. Chip Bilderback is the head football coach. He's in his second year as the head coach of the Columbia High School Wildcats. Going into the season, a lot of prognosticators thought that his team would be exactly where they are right now, and that is undefeated. Getting ready to head to another playoff a game this weekend against Velma Jackson. If they win, they will... Would possibly face up against McGee again in that rugged District 8-3-A that includes McGee, Tyler Town, Seminary, Jeff Davis County, West Marion, which is right here in Foxworth, and that's the only loss the Trojans have, the Wildcats put on them. So, Chip, good to have you here, and congratulations on the season so far.
2: Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it.
1: I know you'd rather be the hunter rather than the hunted, but it's no secret how talented your team was coming into the season. What has gone especially well?
2: well I think our kids just are, are very hungry. I think it all went back, if you were around it, from a year ago. We lost in the third round of the playoffs, and we knew we had 22 juniors that were moving up to seniors, and, and they really bought in. And, and I think it's you don't end up here by accident. I think it's a lot of intentional work. And, and you know, as coaches say, grind, but the kids say grind. But our kids love working hard. They uh, love the weight room. They love competing. All those things are are. Um, they kind of they kind of blend to making a great great environment to win in football, and our, our, we have a bunch of tough kids. And uh, Columbia is a blue collar community, so these kids love work. They don't shy away from it. Yesterday is probably twenty eight degrees. I'm from Southern California, so I hate cold weather. And they're out there; they could have stayed forever, and I was freezing my butt off. So we short shut down practice once I felt good about our preparation, but. You know they love football. They love competing. They enjoy being around each the other. Blue
1: collar community, but it's actually blue, yellow, and white. Teams. There you go. That's, that's right. And right. right. Columbia how the colors of the Wildcats. actually, the only loss that West Marion we talked about had uh, this year, you guys put on them. Um, East Marion, the Eagles have only lost two games. You guys haven't lost any. what What's in the water in the in Leaf River here that's uh, cranking out these great football uh,
2: teams? I think Columbia is just a place that they love sports. They love athletics. They support it. They push it. The parents and the families understand that. You know that it takes work, and you look at look at you know Jonathan Abram was drafted in the first round. He you know he went to East Marion High School. Fred Peters, who plays at uh, Mississippi State, went to Columbia High School. We um, got a starter at Jones County. There's guys everywhere that uh, that have come from Columbia. You know Logan Cook went to Columbia Academy, and he's playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you look you look at it's not like. This is always how it is in Marion County, and it's something that's when I took this job. That was a reason for that too, is because you know it's some place that, that football was important. But I think it's just all sports in general. You know, baseball is a, a big sport in our community, and so is basketball as well too. I think he's Marion won to a the one A state championship last year in basketball. So it's something that you know that's important to families, it's important to the kids, and it's important to the community.
1: There was also a guy that used to wander the halls at Columbia High named Walter Payton. And, I've heard of him. Yeah, and yeah. I, he's been in all the papers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back when there were newspapers, right. right. <laughs> but I want to ask you to, if without googling them, how many of your kids—and I'm, and I'm being serious—how many kids would have to Google Walter Payton's name in Columbia? How many of them just? Remember what Walter Payton's legacy? Like you
2: know, I don't know if they know the highlights, but they know who Walter Payton is. so we've brought back Eddie, his brother, quite a few times to talk. And Eddie was a great football player himself. Charles Boston, who was one of the coaches then, is at our practices probably three days a week. So we try to keep the tradition of Columbia High uh, with the kids. And and you know, you know, you walk onto the field, we have a beautiful Walter Payton statue, and so our kids know who he is. But I still think that they would be impressed. Uh, if they went back and watched his highlights, right. some of the things that that Walter could do, you know, is is very impressive, and and is still today, you know, I know the game has changed, but you just look at the pure athleticism that Walter had, and you know, I, I tell our kids all the time, you know, one of Walter's Walter's quotes that he would say is "Never die easy. Why run out of bounds? I'm going to get the extra two yards and run through you." And so that's really what football is all about, really, yeah. Kelly. It's, I know it's kind of gone to a spread you know, seven-on-seven type mentality, but, you know, football is supposed to be meant to be physical.
1: And I don't want to put words in Coach Chip Bilderbach's mouth, but I'd imagine he'd have to be one of the happiest married men in America because his wife loves sports. She, too, is a coach. But you're also living in a situation where your father-in-law is probably one of the greatest high school coaches to have ever coached in the state of Mississippi. I agree. Perry Wheats, who was longtime coach at Forest County AHS, mcgee purvis. Uh, purvis you know to, to name a few so man
2: you 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 better do well Chip. yeah I, I, you're <laughs> right I, I think i think one thing is you know we attracted to uh people that are very similar to us and and that's the case with missy and i and and we both are very very involved and and you know she does our stats she's on the sidelines uh matter of fact two weeks ago at mcgee she got rolled up on and she hopped right back up before the football player that ran into her did and she was fired up, ready to go, and and our little son probably loves it the most, but um, Drew enjoys every minute of it, but you know, she can relate to some of the things that I go through, and I think I can relate to some of the things, the struggles that that she goes through, and you know, she's won a lot everywhere she's been, and she's been at two places, and you know, she's got banners at both places, and, and multiple banners, so she's great at what she does, and and uh, she's better than I am, and she's she really her her mission is to make an impact on kids using the game. We thank you for taking us out. We know you got to get right thank back you, to Thanks campus. for having us. Chip Appreciate Bill, you being in Columbia. Uh,
1: Chip Filmore, uh, uh, yes, head thank football you. coach we'll of the you. Columbia Wildcats, they'll take on Velma Jackson in the playoffs this coming Friday night. And again, if they win, they go and take on uh, probably probably McGee. Uh, in the next round of the playoffs. But uh, the Wildcats have got it going on this year, Bob. We uh, kind of said from the beginning it's going to be a cool we we'll show. We just had uh, Coach Randy Butler just walk to the building. Uh, we're going to be talking to Danny Ratman here in just a few minutes, Lacey Whitehead also coming up uh, for Warren and Warren. But right now one of the sponsors of today's event, Blake Beal from Beal's Auto Collision here in Columbia. Mr. Beal, thanks a lot for allowing us to come down to Columbia. It's a great weekend with the traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall coming here. We're really happy to be here.
3: Yeah, we're excited that uh, Columbia was chosen.
1: Uh, we want to thank all the veterans out there for for their service and their sacrifices and their
3: families. Uh, can't thank them enough. But
1: this is a, this is one of those great communities. I think you know it's, it's a small enough community, Kelly. There's just a lot of lot of family and a lot of community spirit here, and a lot of locally owned businesses uh, like yours, like Bill's Auto Collision. Yes, sir. Uh, my father started. Uh, my grandpa actually started it, and then my father took over from there, and I'm, uh, I'll, I guess I'll be the third generation mm-hmm. to pass the torch to. So. Right. If people need your services, what do they need to do to find you? They seem to call us. Uh, we work with all insurance companies. Uh, we also sell uh, utility trailers. Uh, we've been doing that for 20-plus years. Uh, we've been here for
3: for over 40 years. So we work with all insurance companies. We love what we do. We love taking care of our, our customers in our community. Uh, and we'll, we'll do anything
1: for them. Now what about like foreign cars? You know, do you guys do body work on foreign cars? Sometimes that
3: can be a little tricky. It does get a little tricky. Uh, we do work on, uh, you yeah, know, there's not many around Marion County, but, uh, we've got some customers that have Mercedes and BMW and, uh, The Maldives and stuff like that. Speaking of Randy
1: Butler, right? the Mercedes and the... That's right. That's right. We can can take care of them. It does get a little tricky. The parts are a little harder to get and uh, take care of, but we can do it. All right. Now, I just bought a car, and uh, we've got a minute left, but it's just got so many things on it. It's got lights that tell you when there's a car approaching you. It'll keep the distance between you and the car in front of you, just all sorts of safety things. Electronic stuff, yeah? Yeah. Do you see that now in your business? Is that reducing the number of accidents by any chance? I
3: think, I think, uh, I think it does. Uh, we will see a, a, a reduce, uh, reduction in, in
1: accidents. Uh, but also, too, uh, you know, accidents are going to happen you know, no matter what. Uh, so we try to stay up on the technology of all the advancements, mm-hmm. uh, computer technology, Uh, You have to make sure when uh, your customer gets back out on the road, all that is is in place, Uh, the factory specs. Uh, So we pride ourselves in making sure that that when our customers leave, we know they're going to be safe. Have you ever had a customer like this? This actually happened to my family. We load the kids up, we're packing, we're headed to the mountains. Everybody gets in the car. My wife's driving. Everybody goes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. She backs right into my car in the driveway. We, that happened last week to a. To we, didn't a take, we didn't take her. We didn't take her on the lake. No, we did. We took her. We took her. Well, look, we sure appreciate uh, you helping us down here. Give us your phone number, your location. Our uh, phone number: 601-736-3219. And our address is 389 Old Foxworth Road. Uh, we're on the right, right before you cross the Pearl River Bridge. You're right down the street. Yes, sir. I got right okay. And you got to feel, as a member of this community, you do have to feel good about the Vietnam War. Oh, yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank we're you. Pleased. Blake Bill, Beale, everybody. Bill's Auto Collision. When we come back, Daniel Ratman. Daniel Ratman's is going to be joining us. Coach Randy Butler and the Lady Gaga, Kelly, of... Uh, Warren and Warren Lacey Whitehead coming on the show as well we'll be
0: back The Eagle Hour Southern Miss to the top
1: welcome back to a special edition of the Eagle Hour from Foxworth Mississippi at Warren and Warren Asphalt and they still don't do highway work Kelly they Uh, never will they never will want to thank Warren & Warren, Citizens Bank, Beal's Collision, and Barrett's Garden Center for helping us come down here. They want to thank uh, Blake Beal for coming on the show from Beal's Auto Collision. If you don't want anybody to be in an accident, but if you're in an accident and you're in this area, that's the place to go, Beal's Auto Collision here in Foxworth. And uh, we thank them very much uh, for their support of today's broadcast. All right, our next guest was an All-American, uh, played at Southern Miss from 2009 through 2011. All of us sitting here think he should have been. The kicker for the Pittsburgh Steelers as well, Danny Rapman's on the show. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. You're Warren Warren now. Yes, sir. So, before I get into your great college career, how in the world does a guy go to a camp with the Pittsburgh Steelers, kick every single field goal in preseason, and then they pick another kicker?
3: Well, there's only 32 spots, and a lot of it in the NFL is about timing. Uh, a lot of the guys, there's a lot of guys still at home now that were good enough to play, and Uh, It's just about being in the right spot at the right time. And and when I was there, I wasn't in the right spot at the right time. I got some good opportunities to put some good film out there, but I just never had a chance to solidify a spot. Kicking the same in college as it was in the NFL? Was it exactly the same? No, I I would actually say that kicking in the NFL was a little bit easier. Everything's perfect. The the grass is perfect. The snaps snaps are usually perfect. You don't have bad holders like me. The the whole whole, even even though my holder in college was great, the holds are perfect um, for the most part, and you're kicking a little bit narrower as well, more straight because the hash marks aren't as wide. Mm-hmm. So it, it actually it's a little bit easier. Um, and and you know from from my perspective, Danny, um, a lot
1: of records. Your uh, your last name pops up 58 times in the Southern wow. Almanac. almanac. Um, a lot most of those are are records. 55 PATs in a row. Um, you scored 19 points in one game against East Carolina in uh, 2010. Five field goals in a game. Um, I, I always, you and and Darren McCaleb are the two names that always pop up. But we were we were joking before. Uh, think about you know the legacy. Jim Stump Taylor is the one that uh, actually before him is actually Steve Clark, um, and then and Stump came along um, when when I was there. Brand Hanna had been there, uh, and then. You think about it, McCaleb, uh Barefoot, um, you ca- you came Acosta, Sean Field. It's pretty wild when we think about Southern Miss kickers.
3: Oh yeah, and we even have it going right now. He's only a freshman, and we were talking about him earlier. He's been having a really really good season. I think the original starter got hurt at the beginning of the year, yeah. and he kind of fell into the spot, and he's done a really good job. So
1: talk about that for a minute. Hunter, um, Andrew Stein is 15 of 18 as a true freshman in his first four games. He's kicking in two big SEC you know, arenas. Uh, as a as a true freshman coming in, um, you you got to be mentally tough and then block that out. That's what happened with McCaleb. We threw him right into the fire. He played like three power five teams in like his first four weeks or five weeks or something like that.
3: That's one way to get you used to the new environment, I guess, is to just throw you out there and see what happens. So uh, it's good for him. I think he's going to have a good career ahead of him. It's his first year, and he's been doing well so far, and hopefully he finishes the season strong.
1: Somebody asked me this the other day, uh, did I have any any things, any any habits or not really superstitions, but something I had to do before I ran out on the field. I did for a punt, like I would just have to spin one off my foot right to the wall at the rock. I always did it or I'd go to the net and do it. Do you have anything like that?
3: I didn't have anything in particular. As a as a group, as a unit. We kinda stuck to the same schedule and time. We would go out on the field and me and Peter would throw the ball. We would run routes and play around on the field to kind of get warmed up. So there's certain things like that we would do. But for me, there wasn't one thing that I really, you know, I did every single time, you know, to make sure that see, I was going see
1: specialists. We enjoy ourselves at practice. Mm-hmm. You know, we we would play uh, golf with footballs. Right. Um, we would play set That's an old yep. old one. Um, I'm sure you guys enjoyed it your time. He's right behind you. I just saw Coach Butler go, "You being kickers come to practice." He did. I, well, I didn't realize. He did realize I, I, We've got some stories to talk about how <laughs> when when I didn't kick the ball off like you wanted me to. But anyway, um it, you talk about a specialist unit,
3: you know, and you guys had a special one while while you played. We did. We had um a good group of guys that we really cared about what we were doing and and that's a big part of it. And I think most most of the specialists do, but when you get everybody working on the same page and and working together, it really uh, it really helps.
1: So uh, you you finish that 2011 conference championship. Walk us through the whole um, you know with the NFL because our listeners love hearing about different guys and you know for for a kicker, I remember when when I went through with with Detroit. Um, the way the professionals view us is we're kind of a dime a dozen, you know, and you always fight for your spot. What was that whole process, the transition process? From
3: uh, leaving Southern Miss uh, to ending up with an NFL team, uh, it was pretty neat. It was a lot of just um, kind of keeping my mouth shut and eyes open, you know, kind of watching everybody and learning. Um, it was neat to be around the team, the the veterans, the guys, the Troy Palomalu's, you know, people like that. Beautiful hair. They treated you. Oh yeah, they it, unlike myself. But you it, had it, hair in your, <laughs> in your roster, your Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, um, anyway, um, the neat thing is when when you Get inside the building like that. They don't look at you as you may be a fan, and you may have been a fan your entire life. But when you get inside the building, they treat you like one of them. So that was really the neatest, you know, part of all of it was being a part of the team and being able to, you know, participate in everything they're doing, and and even going, you know, playing golf with some of the guys and, and getting around with some of those guys, and uh, it's little things like that that really made it, you know, a lot of fun.
1: Did you ever kick straight on? No. Why do you think
3: that died and her, what do you think? What, <laughs> exactly what,
1: what right. What happened? He's never done it.
3: That's right. What happened when somebody realized there was a better way and, and right. they stopped doing it. No, it hurts. Just, it does. It hurts too. Oh, well, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think Stump has so many ingrown toenails now?
1: Well, that's a good point. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Danny, uh, I'm really happy to hear about this 19 points. I'm a football expert. I'm going this weekend to watch the Redskins and the Jets play, and it just occurred to me that you outscored. You scored more points
3: in that one game than either one of those teams has scored in a game all year, the whole football team. Well, I know most of the time they don't like kicking field goals, but sometimes that's all that you can get, and sometimes it's enough. You know, I watched the Saints being from New Orleans, and there's been a couple games this year where they've kicked mostly field goals and still won, so mm-hmm. it still matters. There's still points on the board, even though it's not ideal. You may be one of the only guys um, that has been an award finalist.
1: And you look at when you were a, Gr- a Grosso Award finalist. Only three guys in the nation. Dan Bailey kicked in the league for a long time. How how was all taking part of that and, and being
3: a part of that whole finalist of an awards? Yeah. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. We got to go. Uh, they, they treat you very well, to say the least. Um, Patrick Peterson was there. Cam Newton was there. That was the kind of year I was in there. Um. So there's a lot of big names around. Um, got to meet, you know, hang out with all the ESPN guys. Lee yeah, because you were on Joe the award show, right? Street, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun that um you get to go to, you know, you go to Disney World and you get to do all that stuff. But it was it was, little, it was a lot of fun.
2: Good experience.
1: The actual the actual leading up to that in the show because the show's you know it's a little little long, but at the same time being among who's who there in college football just really special uh, to represent Southern Miss. Did anybody else from the school accompany you there?
3: Uh Coach Fedora was there, and I believe Coach Camp was there as well. So two of the coaches made a flight down there, and, and, and they were in attendance.
1: You left, uh, your last year was Coach Fedora's last year. That's you it. left in the nick of time, didn't and you? We left, we left on top. Because <laughs> <laughs> after that, my dad always says, after 2012, it was to the middle. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I think it
3: was to the bottom. I think it was to the bottom. So do you kick now? you still kick football for a I do uh, a couple times a year. I do a lot of, uh, I help. Coach kickers, the high school kickers um, in the area. We'll go to, you know, Pedal High School, and we'll do some camps there. And actually, have one this weekend. So a lot of times I'll end up strapping my boots on and kicking a few with them.
1: Well, it was great meeting you. You were truly a great, great kicker. It was. No question about that. Talk about just for a second. Um, got about a minute left. Um when you see some of your kickers go on to to other you know heights, or they play JUCO, or they go to college, uh, we're here in Columbia. I, I coach Logan Cook from eighth grade up, and and you know to see what he's doing now. But uh, f- from a kicking perspective, when you see guys being able to play JUCO or college, or maybe one day make the NFL, it brings a lot of joy to you and makes it all worth
3: it. Absolutely, a lot of the high school kids have a lot of good talent, and they don't realize they're missing one or two little tiny details and. Once you kind of help them get to that level and they they realize what they can do, it's it's a lot of fun to help help them get to there.
1: Favorite moment as a Golden Eagle,
3: we uh, definitely win in the conference championship. Um, that's your goal every year, every off season. That's all you talk about. So when you finally get there and you get that ring, it's it's uh, definitely. Well, a you place.
1: should have been watching it on TV. It was the most fun
3: was watching the expression of the Houston fans when they kept putting a camera up there and they're like. <laughs> What's going on? Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. We got after it and uh we, we definitely ruined their season.
1: And uh, not very very many fans enjoyed it, but the ball game's about the players. Hawaii went bad
3: either, wasn't no, it? No, no, way no. Way go out? Not at all. I remember everybody was a bit upset because they wanted to come to the game and coach pulled us in the room and he said, Look, this is what I'm gonna tell you. Some of you guys may never get a chance to go to Hawaii and you're gonna go for free. So just take it for what it is. And just shut just up. And we went and we loved it. it. Right? We had a, we had the time you of our life. Up, so, going through. Hey, well thanks, man, very much. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we
1: should point out, you work now for Warren and Warren. Yes, That's I fun. do. We, uh,
3: we've been getting after it this summer, and it's getting cold now, so we're slowing down a little bit, but yeah. it's all good. Well, I'm glad we met you. It was a great conversation. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
1: Right, we've got lots to go. We still have Randy Butler coming on. We've got the Lady Gaga of asphalt. We're just going to continue to roll along as we're broadcasting from Warren and Warren Asphalt, Foxworth, Mississippi, Randy Butler.
0: tuned in to the Eagle Hour, the Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top.
1: Back live in Foxworth, Mississippi, at Warren and Warren Asphalt and Paving. I want to thank them, Barrett's Garden Center, Bill's Collision and Citizens Bank, for allowing us to host the Eagle Hour on the road today. Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Bob Getty, Brandon Wallace, uh, Dalton Stanford, producing back for us in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, Happy to have sitting here one of my football coaches from Southern Miss, uh, Randy Butler. Now the uh, the head coach at Columbia Academy. What's up, Coach? How you doing? Thanks for uh, dropping by today. Thanks for having me. In your fourth year um, at at Columbia Academy, and uh, you came back home uh, from Southern Miss. You went over to Troy for a little bit, and then came back home uh, and and have been here uh, for the last four years. How how'd you guys do this year in football? well we uh we didn't have a greatest year uh we finished two and seven, but we finished second in the district and uh because of our schedule of our strength, we were the ninth seed in the playoffs and uh first week of the season we we uh went up to Clinton and beat Clinton Christian they were the number eight seed and then this past weekend we, we uh our reward was we got to go play the number one seed uh riverfield academy and uh we lost but you know, the last two games of the year, we we improved and, and we're playing well. And, you know, as a as a coach, that's that's what you want to do at the end of the season, be playing your best football. A lot of people, you know, uh, remember you um, for everything you contributed to Southern Miss, but you went from, from D1 coaching uh, for Southern Miss and then Troy and come back. What, what was the biggest adjustment for you coming to coach private ball in Columbia? Well, it, you know, having coached under – Bobby Collins and Greg Davis and Jeff Bauer and Larry Blakeney, you you get something from everybody that you work for, and when you become a head coach, I mean, and especially on this level, you have to do everything. I mean, practice organization, practice planning, travel, uh, everything, order equipment, hire staff. So uh, you know, you just take things from everybody that you learn, uh, that you work for, and. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just appreciative to all those guys that I work work with and work for that, that helped me out. And uh, you know, the biggest thing is uh just dealing with, you know, younger younger age guys. Uh you know, coaching is coaching, whether it's Pee Wee or Junior College or D one or N F L you, you do it because you love it. Uh it's a game. They play it because it's fun. I coach it because it's fun, but the biggest thing is just dealing with, uh, you know, younger guys uh, and and some parents. And, that you know, that's probably the biggest thing. But, but but along those same lines, though, Coach, you've coached at a level to where, to put it in layman's terms, you know trigonometry, but you're coaching kids that might not know addition and subtraction. So there has to be a little bit of, I would think that you'd have to, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but that you'd have to dumb it down a little bit. Because you're working with highly skilled athletes at the collegiate level, and and novices at the high school level. Yeah, and and then you have kids that, that have to play both ways. And so you have to be simple. You have to uh, keep it simple. And uh, yeah, the first year I was here, we we actually played 11 on offense, 11 on defense. But uh, the last three years, we've had several kids go both ways. So we had to simplify. And, and uh, you know, they, these kids are smart, but, uh, you know, I, I – I think there's there's a difference in being book smart and being football smart you know I've coached a lot of guys that uh were they just they just got it i mean they had it they uh and then there's there's guys who you know high i q high ACT, that just uh, you know I call it football knowledge they didn't have football knowledge and they those guys that really had to work at it. This is the first year in covering high school football that I can remember that I've heard from three of your colleagues around the, the South part of the state who said that they genuinely are concerned about the future of high school football because several schools and these are all public schools that I was talking about their turnout for football kids playing football the numbers are drastically down in their particular situations they they're saying that this is a is a trend. Your thoughts along those lines well, I'm, I know uh, looking at the four years i 've been at c a the first year. Uh, nine through twelve, I had about fifty kids, and then it dropped the next year to forty. Last year we had about 32, 33, and this year we were down to about thirty. So, uh, you know, and and a lot of it goes uh, with with small private schools, just the number of kids that you have. You know, our our senior classes have fluctuated, and uh, they're down, but. Uh, it is a concern uh, because I think this is the greatest game that you can play, and it's the greatest game that you can coach. And uh, I think you learn so many things playing this game. You know, being tough mentally and physically, I think carries you a long way. You know, later on in life. And I think most people obviously know your your history at Southern Miss, and as Luke has has mentioned, and you hear you'll hear some of the old, oldsters you know say, "Well, Southern Miss football is never going to be air quotes." the way it used to be. I'm sure you've heard that too, you know, from maybe a crowd standpoint, from a competitive standpoint, to which you respond how. Well, all I know is, uh, when I played, you know, I played there in the 70s for Coach Collins, and, uh, you know, he kind of brought it back from from Coach Underwood, and then coming in the 90s and coaching with Coach Bauer, uh, you know, that's really the only thing I have to go by. Uh, Yeah, I think you you look back at the '93 class when the first year I was there, we signed guys like Patrick Sertain and and uh, Larry Watts from here. He's he's married and Latrell Pollard or Lester Pope, and and I think that's when it's really it really started to swing. And I know when you're a good coach, you've got good football players, yeah. and uh, I think. Uh, you know, as Coach Collins used to say, if you can win, you can recruit, and if you can recruit, you can win. So, uh, you know, that's all I have to go by. I know we I know we were really, really good. You look back at the games. Uh, you know, we go into Baton Rouge and win. We, we go to Athens, Georgia and win. We go to Birmingham, shut Alabama out. We go to Lincoln, Nebraska and win. So, uh, you know, I don't know if, if it's regressed, uh, i I know – I know they're doing a good job, and, and hopefully they'll go on and, and uh, win a conference this year.
3: Um, a lot of
1: a lot of good history between you and I, Coach Butler. Um, you were the assistant head coach when I was there, and I've never asked you this. Um, you know what happens, Kelly? When you're a true freshman, you're scared to death of guys like Coach sure. Butler. When you're a retro freshman, you're scared to death. When you're a sophomore, you start realizing what kind of father figure. And then the junior and senior years, they're like, your dad, you know, well, I was always scared because that they might put me in, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never asked you this you know your role as a- as a assistant head coach, you know how much you enjoyed that by by uh you know being literally coach bower's right hand man well, you know, I learned so much from from jeff uh i mean he was he was a down to the minute you had to know what, er, what everything was going on every minute. I mean, he was detailed down to the minute. Uh, you know, I, I can remember back, uh, you know, when we would have recruiting visits. I mean, he wanted to know where the bus was going to park, how they were going to get off the bus, what door they were going to go into. You know, sometimes we just sat there and looked at him. But, you know, I appreciate now being a head coach. You appreciate things like that because uh, they they matter. They really do and 30 minutes was early, and 15 minutes early was on time. I almost got left from the '04 4 Bama game because I was at Mississippi Power paying the bill for my apartment. I got there 20 minutes ahead of time, and you were Tyrone or somebody said, we're about to leave you, Johnson, get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, it was always uh, don't be last and don't be late. It was. But, man, you you think about it. I I know I was, all those games that you talked about before I got there, I watched or, or was present, but – you think about what we were able to do um, when I was a part of uh man the the t c u game the Nebraska game it, as a coach um, was was there ever a time when you were thankful that maybe on that o three team though we didn't realize how good we were you think back to the ninety nine team or the ninety seven team and you were rolling into it as a coach saying we're we're about to take care of business and the guys just don't realize what kind of how good they are and you know I look back in the early years when when this conference started and you know, it wasn't a matter of if we were going to win. It was a matter of how much we were going to beat somebody. And, uh, I just, you know, that, that group I had in 2000 that I coached, uh, Jeff used to say, just make sure they get on the bus, you know, and, and I knew if I got them on the bus, we were going to be, we are going to be okay. They were that good. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we had a good time. I, all, you know, we had a good time and, I just think about those those games like that that uh, you know that we won and and how how you know everybody felt after the game and the players and the fans and and uh, you know our families you know everybody was just so thankful to be be a part of that. Man, I just want to know. I know you're older than forty, Coach Butler. I'm not going to ask you how old you are, <laughs> but your hair is still well. He's still got a full head of hair. It's still, all, he's not dying his hair. Obviously, He hardly has any girl well, I get accused. Some of my buddies that I played with back in the day. You know, they want to know uh, if I have hair implants or if I dye my hair. And I say, you don't know me well enough. And that, I'm, I'm not that bad. This <laughs> one small section, the 05 <laughs> NC State game, because I kicked about four balls out of bounds on kickoff. <laughs> Coach Randy Butler of Columbia Academy in Southern Miss, uh, thanks for stopping by today. Good to see thanks you, Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We'll be uh, back as we are live at Warren Warren Asphalt and Paving in Foxworth, Mississippi. Eagle Hour continues right after this.
0: Southern Miss to the, top. to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
1: Hey, welcome back. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. We're broadcasting from Warren Warren Asphalt here in Foxworth, Mississippi. We want to, of course, thank uh, Larry Warren and the crew here at Warren Warren for having us down. Citizens Bank, Fields Collision Center, and Barrett's Garden Center. We appreciate all of those folks having us here. It's a special weekend in Columbia. With the uh, moving Vietnam Wall being uh, brought down here, being set up today, exactly. Quick reminder, JT will be broadcasting from downtown Columbia tomorrow as a part of that great event. And if you haven't had an opportunity to see the Vietnam Wall, uh, you should go do it because uh, it's quite an experience. And uh, I understand that this wall that they take around the country, Kelly, brings with it the same emotion and and the same outpouring of... uh, of emotion that the wall of Washington, it's, and every every single name you know is there, and, it, and it'll take you a while, you know, to find a particular name that, that wow. you're looking for, even though it's just so so many people in a you know right. time of our past. Hi, right, Kelly. Lacey Whitehead joins us now. She is an estimator here at a Warren and Warren Asphalt, the Lady Gaga of Warren and Warren. We're told. Where did you get that moniker, Lacey? I don't know. It just came about. It just kind of popped it up did. a few minutes ago, didn't it? it? Did. Yeah. So how does a young woman like you become an asphalt estimator?
0: Mr. Larry.
1: Mr. Larry? Yeah.
0: So what goes into that? There's got to be, obviously, a science to that. It is. You have lots of measurements. Mm -hmm.
1: It could be worse. You could be the Roseanne Barr of um, (laughs) (laughs) of (laughs) Warren and Warren. Now, we understand you're the reason that the company does not do highway work. Can you explain that? Well, we leave that to the big boys. To so the big boys. So the big boys. Mm-hmm. So tell people exactly, Lacey, what you guys what you guys do specifically.
0: Parking lots. State aid roads.
1: Um, and now you say state aid roads, most people would assume that's a highway. But no, what do you mean it's a state aid road?
0: Those are smaller roads, uh, county roads. Okay. Um, city streets.
1: So not not the big not the interstates, of no, the U.S. We don't highways. No, the
0: interstate, you know. U.S. highways. So and there's different types. Tell us
1: about the different types of pavements that there are, and the different of materials that you guys work
0: with. Um, there's lots of different types. There's um, the state aid mixes are millimeter, have a nine point five millimeter mix, twelve point five, a nineteen millimeter. It um, sounds like handguns to me, but. Right <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how well you were digesting the <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. scientific information. Well, I mean, for example, you've got, you've got white pavement. You've got the, the, the black tar asphalt. You've got different types of things that you could choose to cover surfaces with. How is that determined?
0: Um, the white pavement is an older pavement. It's been there for a while. The blacker pavement pretty new. So,
1: so it's, just, it's just age then? Correct. Correct. But, but there isn't a, like we used to just call it cement or concrete, you know, just mm-hmm. the,
0: that's different? Than, yes. Okay. T- concrete <laughs> is completely different than asphalt. Okay. T- tell us how, that, um, how that's different. Asphalt is rock-based, and concrete is sand.
1: I didn't know that. And Asphalt is black, and concrete is kind of white, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like Sesame Street. A yeah. Sesame Street
0: lesson
1: <laughs> here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Lace, where all do you guys go? If someone's listening today, and they won't work. Is there anywhere in Mississippi you guys don't go?
0: No, not really. We no, no
1: jobs too big. No jobs too small. Not at all. Right. Right. So what? So what do the? How, how do they determine what kind of a problem they have? You know what I mean. Like if it's a if it's just how how when should they call you and when is it something they can probably handle on their own or will you guys kind of set them straight on things like that?
0: We do free estimates. They'll call and tell us what's going on, and we'll send either Mr. Larry or Jacob out to look at it, and they'll assess the site. And,
1: and Mr. Larry answers his own cell phone, and we'll, and we'll even call you back. And he puts his cell phone number out there for everybody well, to know. And he does.
0: Yes, he does.
1: He does. We have a well, of your uh, coworkers told us today that you constantly get phone calls from your radio advertising. Yes. But I would not call Mr. Larry and ask him if he has Prince Albert in a can. No. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you probably don't need to be told this, I'm sure you don't, but people that don't know do not understand, number one, what a hard-working guy Larry Warren is. He's out there with the crews working. Yes. He's not just a
0: guy that answers the phone and sends everybody out to work, is he? No, he's not. He's on job sites, looking at jobs. Yeah, and you said something kind of odd to me. I
1: know him socially. Uh, he's a very good friend. And so every time I'm around him, we're all, at baseball games, we're having a good time, but you and
0: Danny both said he's pretty serious, too, when it comes to is, basketball he's, business. He is, he's strictly
1: business. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be on the show today, and he goes, Do you think I got time to be on a, a radio show? I got, I got work to do around here, people. You got to right. do it. Well, Lacey, we sort of forced you into this. And uh, we made up the Lady Gaga thing, although there's just a little similarity there. It ha- has to know? be put on her business card <laughs> Did You notice that, Bill? i sure
0: you picked right up on that. Lady
1: Gaga of uh, Warren and Warren. And we want to thank you for letting us come down here today. Thank you all for coming. We want to thank you. We want to thank Citizens Bank, uh, uh, Beals Collision, and Barrett's Garden Center. It's a great weekend to come to Columbia, everybody, with the Vietnam uh, moving wall. Well, and, of course, uh, Christmas in Columbia is going to be quite a tradition, too. That's going to be big, too, so we're looking forward to that as well. All right, great show. We enjoyed it. The guys are on the road tomorrow at Ramey's Motors in Purvis. I'm off to watch the Battle of the Titans, the Redskins, and the Jets. Uh, The guys will be back tomorrow. And Until then, at 1 o'clock, Southern Miss, to the top
0: keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future
2: I want to fly like an eagle to the sea